Come on. They're right there. Let's go. Move, 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 move. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast episode by the guest are those of the guest and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the hosts or partners. Join the delayed entry program 12 days before 9-11. Hey, so you still would be four. You yeah. could claim it. August yes. 30th, 2001. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And then we're sitting in homeroom and when all that happens. Sh- yeah, so you ship the next year from yeah. boot camp, right? Yeah. So you dipped in early. Well, talk about that uh, with your parents. How'd, how'd that go down? Uh, my dad was in the army for a long, for a decent amount of time. Step the stepdad? No, my real your dad. Real dad. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, my stepdad. And by this time, you know, you <clears throat> yeah, know him. Yeah. You've met him yeah. and stuff. And now, is he more of a part of your life at that time after you meet oh, yeah. him? Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. He, I talk to him once, twice a week now. Still, not so much to my mom, but yeah, really. Okay. Yeah. My wife talks more to my mom. I talk more to my dad. Okay. Check. Yeah, but it was weird. I was in homeroom when all that happened, and I'm like, where's the Twin Towers at? Is that in California? I, I don't know. Didn't I, know about them, right? Me either. I, I, I didn't know where the tw- I didn't know that it was in New York City, and everybody's like, oh my God, John, you joined the Marine Corps. Are you, are, are you going off to war tomorrow? I'm like, no, I'm still in high school. I don't, I don't <laughs> so in high school until next year? <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I don't go to boot camp until May. Yeah, it, it, was, it was a little weird. Mom got scared, tried to talk me out of it a few times. That's like, what I was going yeah. wondering, because like all of those guys that joined in our our kind of beginning generation, that first generation coming in, 9-11 generation, parents weren't overly thrilled about it if it was post-9-11. Yeah. Well, and this was my way out mm-hmm. was to join the military. Mm-hmm. No, nobody ever graduated high school in my, in my immediate family, maybe some cousins and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mom, dad didn't graduate. My stepdad didn't graduate. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, I got to get out of this place. I, I, I don't need to be stuck in moonshining and running meth and crazy stuff like that because that's what happens in the countries of Alabama. So. Yeah, that starts a that starts a, a a special dynamic within the ranks, oh, doesn't it? Weird. You got some salty dudes. That oh yeah, don't want to go. Well, that's when you say I senior lance corporal. <laughs> that's when you used to. Yeah, like the lance corporals had formation in the morning. They turn around. The senior lance corporal turn around to the corporal. Hey, corporal, we're good. The corporal turn around to the sergeant. Sergeant, we're good. Okay, march them to motor pool. Mm-hmm. Because nobody had cars there. Mm-hmm. Oh, we wasn't allowed unless she was married. So no, we, we weren't either. We marched to the motor pool. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is what we're doing today. Lunchtime, form it back up, march to the jaw hall, form it up outside the jaw hall, march back to the motor pool. Dang, you guys got treated like recruits? Yeah. And, and, well, yeah. I mean, that was a little bit like that through SOY, but after we got to the fleet, it was we, much, much worse. Well, we had a lot of people. <laughs> like when I was there, a lot of people was getting in trouble with DUI, or not uh, DUIs, yeah. but like drunk in public, yeah. trying to whoop like, an Okinawan cop or something. And you're like, why would you ever try to do that? Underage drinking was big. Dude, I said that shit about hiking my entire career. Hated hikes. I felt like they did nothing but hurt Marines, and it was stupid. Boy, hated them. Did a McCree when I checked into 3-6. Well, it wasn't really a McCree, but it was like 22 and a half miles. It's supposed to be 20 miles, and we took a wrong left on the tank trail at a 2.5. It was horrible. Did y'all have like a second lieutenant who was leading y'all? No, no. Uh, the Colonel. Colonel Christmas. 3-6 renowned. And we got back from that and got to the softball field. Not only that, we dropped packs. We've been going for like, I don't know, eight hours or something. We started like in the evening, like 10 o'clock maybe because it was cooler. And it was like 7 a.m. when we got done or something, right? So we, everybody's done. We drop packs and we're not done, turns out. Now everybody needs to put a 
uh, tug of war team together from each element, and then we're going to have a tournament of tug of war. And I mean, you know how it is just to do a regular hike, but then to do an all the way up, all guns, all tripods, all a bags, all everything, and go for twenty miles on the Cadillacs, man, you're not in good shape to to pull a rope. But there was a there was a message, and there was a there was a point to it um, because, and, and I remember the colonel saying this that day we got done and of course i got volunteered to go pull a rope and we weren't going to beat weapons companies guys are jacked yeah. you know all they do is work out and eat and um whatever they're always bigger so uh we get out there we lose but the point was the 20 mile hike was the movement to the objective and now we got to war you need to be ready after that and, yeah. and dig down wherever it is you go inside your soul and find that thing that says, now we're here and I know I'm hurt, but now I need to do work. Now right. it's time to go. Full send all the way. Let's go. And I hated it. Even that night, I went back. I was cussing it. Like the whole bottoms of everybody in my squad's feet was basically gone. One okay. big blister. You know, you're getting in the shower and blood's just pouring out of your thighs and your groin and your ass cracks chafed and everything's. Then we got to Marja. And we did the 17 click clear where some of it was under fire and fighting. And it's like, mm. because you know what? It wasn't the worst. Yeah. It wasn't the worst my feet had felt. It wasn't the most tired I had ever been. It wasn't the hottest I had had ever been. And that day, the only thing I could think about was. I wish I would have went tug of war. Boys, that hike was worse than this. Yeah. That was harder. And they were like, yeah. So when you have something worse to go to, it's like, okay, this isn't the worst then. Yeah. There was no mission. Got there with no mission, and it's cold. And no trucks. No. Would you there when it snowed? Or yeah. everything froze? I feel like, yeah. So we was in the tent city, because that's like the transient area. Uh-huh. All the cool uh-huh. people had, I think they had some trailers or, or permanent tents. Yeah, we were in temporary GPs. Yeah. yeah. Pi- uh, like pallets all over the place for when mm-hmm. it rained. Mm-hmm. Well, at the end of it was where all the portageons was. Mm-hmm. And we got that monsoon for like two or three days. Mm-hmm. And then everything froze. They made the mistake of building all these tents in kind of a hole. So all the portageons floated oh, across no. to the other side and then froze. So you couldn't get to them because they're 15 feet into the water <laughs> in the ice. We're walking around like, I got to take a shit. Where do I go? You know, so, every- skates on. <laughs> so everybody's getting in trouble for like shit behind Hesco container or Hesco things. And we're like, oh, well, you got to go somewhere. Oh, yeah. So the, the line at the, at the chow hall. Uh, Porter Shitters was always huge. I'm sure. Yeah. Because yeah. that was the only one that was built up. Yeah. I don't remember having that problem when we got to Leatherneck, but we could have been in a different area. Yeah. A convoy. Yeah. There. Yeah. They'd stay for two or three days, recover. We'd stay in the Wadi, do security, do some foot patrols, and just make sure people aren't back laying stuff. Mm-hmm. And then as they come back through, we hop on the back of the convoy and we follow them back. Check. Yeah. So they bring money and they'd go to local villages and buy a goat, buy yeah, a chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So every night we ate great. Dude, we did that too. Yeah. Uh, not every night, but we had some very good fresh killed meals and lamb chops and whatnot. Yeah, like they're... A lot of times our A&A would just do it up for us, you know? And oh, really? They'd have like, um, they'd go out and they would buy it. They would buy it from the locals and they'd come back and halal it. And then later that evening we'd have like, you know, rice and all their vegetables yeah. sauteed up and like, yeah. And lamb chops or, or, or you but, know, goats. Yeah. So. But it was smart. Cause then the next time we roll through that village, like the village elders coming out, Hey, 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 ID right here. 
ID right here. You want to spend another grand on a goat? I got two of them. Yep. Yeah. I'll spend a grand because you just saved me. Yeah. Yeah, we, we tried to help them out the best we could. We, we would buy ice. Um, we would buy food and goats and stuff. They had even guy, a guy that I guess you could call as close to a fast food restaurant as you could get in a bazaar in Marja. But he would come out and do uh, the pita bread mm-hmm. and, and fill it up with like uh, lamb or chicken or whatever, like the falafel yeah. kind. And it's hell on your stomach the first couple of weeks. But after that, it's yeah, like, you're good. Once you get used to Well, that's like drinking. I always had four or five just just 50 cal rounds, not the casing, just the bullet itself, some 240 rounds, because they fit perfect for fixing an airline. Oh, really? And eight, eight, uh, the 870 regular ones, a 240 round stops up an airline. So if you have an air leak, cut it, stop it. On the, oh, Echo, on, on the okay. Delta trailers, the 50 cal works perfect for the hydraulic lines. And they're like, how do you know this is close? It's happened. This happened a lot in Iraq. Yeah. I learned a lot, and I kept all that... In, you know, like I, I always keep a big thing of um, like the cheap pepper. Yeah. Because if you get a radiator leak, you pour pepper in there, it quits leaking. How's that work? It it, it finds the holes and stops it up and swells up. No so shit. that at least gets you back to base. Yeah. And they're like, why do you? How do you know all this stuff? I was like, Iraq. Yeah, and they're like, man. well, why don't they dude, teach that? Tools and tricks of the trade, yeah. dude. Yeah. Experience, learning it, and sometimes it comes when nobody's ever taught you that shit but you're in a shitty situation it's like well um let's see if this works we need to do something Mm -hmm. give me your pepper packet yeah Yeah, like i don't know how that went down the first time but well i knew that uh, as a kid growing up because we had i had shitty vehicles growing up you know okay i never heard that one yeah that's dope okay good shape yeah and so you wake so, up four weeks later in Bethesda? No, they sent me straight to San Antonio. San Antonio. Yeah, because that's the burn center. Yeah. yeah they flew San C, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, back then it was BAMC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it switches. It's weird. I only know because I did inpatient treatment out there, and we oh. went and talked to some of these kids that were over in yeah. BAMC. Yeah. And we were in SAMC. Yeah. Uh, yeah. SAMC to us is the San Antonio Men's Club, which is the strip club around the corner. Oh, Roger. We weren't yeah. there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if you want to do treatment there. Nah. Uh, yeah. Pass. Hard pass. Yeah. So you wake up. What's it like? I mean, somebody's got to fill you in on what's going on. I, I how? What are you thinking when this happens? I have no fucking idea. Like, I'm in a room because burn patients go into a room that's 98 degrees because we can't regulate our body heat. So oh. in, in, anybody who, go, who comes in there has to be fully gowned up stuff over their because shoes. of infection because of infection because w- what their big thing in afghanistan was is they're gonna piss and shit and all the ieds so you die from an infection if it doesn't kill you by the blast mm. so a lot of the guys coming back in 2010 2009 11 a lot of them was getting sepsis they was getting infections from that going into their body wow i'm smart tactic for yeah. the enemy but fuck them yeah yeah man um walk me through the wake up it was weird because, uh, of course, I was I was on like on, on some good drugs. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I thought I was still in Afghanistan. And, and let me ask you this before you tell me: Did they keep you medically induced coma, or was yeah. this just you went into? No, this was medically induced. Yeah. So you got you got hit there, you lose consciousness because you're fucked up. They fly you to wherever, and then they dope you up and put you in a coma to travel you. I would assume and to yeah. get you better. Yeah. Let so your body the, rest. So after. After blast, they flew me to Germany. Yep. They flew a doctor from San Antonio to Germany to work on me mm-hmm. to get me stable enough to fly because that's when the the um, 
the volcano was going off in Germany. Okay. So they wanted to get me out there as soon as possible. So flew the doctor from San Antonio out there, and then he, I guess he worked on me on the plane there and on the plane coming back. Um, and then I, I like the dreams I was having. I was still in Afghanistan, like, I, but I was a little person. Like I was running around, it's like a little two inch person, like stabbing Afghanis in, in their heels with knives and shit. It was weird. Weird, like, wicked. It's probably some of the dope they had. Got invited to a Veterans Day parade mm-hmm. up in Midland, Texas. And our train or our our parade float or it was a back of a like a flatbed truck, mm-hmm. like, like an eighteen wheeler flatbed truck. We got hit by a train doing sixty seven miles an hour. Oh my god! Just when you think it can't yeah. get any worse, killed four and injured seventeen. And this wow. is service members and their spouses or their significant others. What? Yeah. How does this happen? No idea. It got thrown out of the Supreme Court. Hang on. You guys are in a parade for Veterans Day in Midland. Yep. You go over train tracks while train's coming. Yes. Something happens and the train hits you. Yes. Exactly. And now you have a mass casualty situation in Midland. Yes. And it was weird because the hospital is on the other side of the train. So the ambulances can't get to us. So now it's a bunch of combat vets that are triaging people. Mm-hmm. Like we put a, we put a tourniquet on one lady, uh, one spouse. She saved it saved her life. She still lost her leg, but she she's still living today. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife brought uh, broke the bottom of her spine, her collarbone. Not too far. You're marking the building. Hit him. Yeah, that's good. That's a good shot. That's funny. Yeah. Funny.